Warning, not suitable for children. There's my pre-warning intro. Um, there's a couple swear words in this one, I'm afraid. Dave and I let loose on a Sunday. We had a little cookout action and decided to sit down and record a podcast because we don't get together all that much. I think overall there's some good back and forth and funny times. <laughs> we discuss frozen pizzas. We discuss a high school fight that Dave got in and then he wanted to play in the football game. <laughs> and it's a it's a funny story there. There's still a lot of deer talk and, and scouting and shed hunting talk. I think there's some goals and aspiration talk. Dave puts a pretty good tease at the end for a pretty cool aspect we're working on on whitetail experience. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, also, I had a really cool YouTube video go out this week if you didn't catch it. Uh, but I weighed a lot of the extra garments and filming gear and backpack set up ready to hunt. And all that's on our YouTube. It's definitely worth checking out. I was shocked at how much just clothes in general weigh. So appreciate you guys listening. If you're going to buy any custom gear, enter code WEXP at checkout. Good luck. Uh, we're a couple weeks out from turkey hunting. So... But spring green up's happening, that's for sure. All right, guys. Team Harder and Bucks, enjoy the podcast. Fly in the shed. I can't tell if it's recording. I mean, I uh, we, are, we are. We are. I see a small red that's dot. That's fine. Yeah, that'll work. Let it ride. Okay. Well, this is the Whitetail Experience <laughs> Podcast. This is Byron Horton. We are Sunday Funday. A this few should be beers a good, in. Uh, this should be a good uh, intro. Let's let it. Don't even no, edit No, we're not editing anything. Don't it's even too much edit work. So, we full disclosure, we are in Dave's shed. We have been drinking beers a little bit and barbecuing this afternoon. I Dave, did a lot of barbecuing. I cooked a lot of food today. Uh, the wings were outstanding. Dude, the I ribs did, were I did, solid. I did ribs. I did wings. I did jalapeno poppers. I did butternut squash. With, with seasonings. Yeah. Not just butternut squash. No, obviously. It was like a sweet potato I'm, with some seasoning, meats. A round potato chip goodness. I, 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 I've never eaten any food without seasons. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so I did. I didn't know. I did uh, the uh, did shrimp skewers too. Yeah. Brats. We did. We cooked a lot of food we, today. We, we did. And uh, surprisingly, there's there wasn't like a ton of people who actually ended up like coming over, but like there's not that much food left. No. Like we ate food. <laughs> we did. We all ate a lot of food. <laughs> We did. Now, if you have little ones in the car, I'm going to say you should probably not listen to this podcast. That's what we get. Yeah, we always got to put disclaimers. Cause disclaimers? There was what the, there, there, it's, it's the same guy who's commented on our YouTube page like three times about like, cussing. I love the page, but I hate the cussing. But that's it's the same little, dude. Like, and I bleep out some f words occasionally. You usually bleep out all the f words. You know, you'll you'll leave some shits and some. Yeah, dams and stuff yeah. in there, but like, you no, know, we if it's a hard f bomb, we 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 bleep them. Yeah, I've, or whatever you boing them or whatever. Yeah, I, I love putting you know, cartoon noises. Yeah, in there. whatever you want. People to do love it. it. It's yeah. hilarious. But like, yeah, it's, it it is wild. I actually, I was just, uh, I actually, so don't go down this rabbit hole. If you have a YouTube, don't do it. So I, w- I went down, I went to our YouTube, and I started scrolling through the comments. <laughs> That's my brand of the day yeah, right this, there. It's the worst. And I was looking at your buck video uh, last year, who, uh, you know, gr- great buck, great video, obviously. But there was, like, two or three guys who were, like, we're in the beginning when you when you said, um, I got permission from the wife, so I went out Put and did a quick scout. Cams. Went out and checked my trail cams. And, like, 
so many people were like, gotta get permission from your wife. Man card revoked. Yeah, man card revoked. What a simp. You know, all this other bullshit. I'm just like, dude, like, are, are, clearly gotta be from fat single dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Like, like, there, there, was a guy, there was a guy who posted, I did a video on uh, anti-blisters. Like, how not to get blisters or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, how can you get blisters when all you do is sit on your ass? And I'm like, Dude, I, I was like, dude, I played college soccer. I ran more Someone miles. Said that to you. Did yeah, that, yeah, I didn't even see that comment, dude. Like, I have probably ran more miles than you have ever even accumulated on a vehicle in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you are a runner, dude. I mean, like back in the day, I used to run a two mile every I mean, morning in the summer. I mean, you put you know in every year scout like scouting season. We'll call it if you've if you've killed a buck, we'll call it. January through the end of March. Yeah. If you've killed a buck. If you haven't killed a buck, we'll call it the basically February, March. you got two months. Yeah. So you, you got like a two-month span. I'm pretty sure that like every year in the last like six, miles. seven years, you do, you have done probably 70 to 80 miles yeah. every year in like the last five years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot of miles when like people drive. don't realize yeah. that, like that's like a lot of miles on on the boots, you yeah. know. Yeah. Just for, for someone to say that, that's just that's just like you you saw some random video, have no idea the people who 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 make the video. You have no idea who they are, what they do, and then you just made some random outlandish comment. Ridiculous. Yeah, like fuck them people, man. Like you, you he's just... sitting on his ass. Trolling, you know. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make a make a comment about you. Like, how can you? Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Honestly, hey, no disrespect. I really hope you um, follow and subscribe to our YouTube page. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But uh, but yeah, fuck off. Okay, so Dave, we are. I'm, I'm back to business. We are concluding uh, shed scouting season, and in the last. To no sheds yesterday. No sheds yesterday. No sheds yesterday. Four and a half miles, and I, honestly, I was in some like, I found some. I found like, like three or four like really good beds too. Okay. Like really good bug beds, like three or four of them. Uh, no sheds even, uh, and when I, you know, when you find a bed like that, you like, you kind of scour around like, hey, like there might be a shed around here. He's clearly it's currently bedding, been in here. He's clearly bedding here like a lot. There's hair, there's fresh hair in this bed. Mm-hmm. So he's been bedding here like recently and you're sitting there looking around like, you know, cause they don't just like, I, I feel like when they're like, they don't just be like sleeping and just like pop off their antlers. No. Like they like get up. They squirreled about for a bit. They get up, walk 10, 15 steps, squirrel around, shake their head and then they fall off, you know? So I did like a couple like really intense searches like around like three or four beds, but uh, yeah, no sheds. Um, but I was, in, I was in some shitty shit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, mon- Monday I found uh, oh, like a six pointer. But but um, in the past three weeks, you found this mega that's here on the table, uh, just under a one fifty class buck. And yeah, we scored it with like a 16, 17 inch spread. It was like right at one fifty. And Dave texts me the next day. I think I'm gonna go to Tradbow and never hunt that area again. <laughs> or he didn't directly say it. He goes, I think I'm gonna go to Tradbow and I'm gonna concentrate on just shooting deer. And I was like, to the group, I send Dave is the only person I know to find a 150 class inch buck 
one day, 24, not even 24 hours later, say, <laughs> you know what, fuck that buck, I'm not going to hunt that area. Yeah. Only person I know. <laughs> we he, actually, we, we actually did, we, we did find it, me, it was me and Andy were scouting that day, we found a really good uh, buck bed, um, like a, like a, like a 10 on, you know, like, when, when we find buck beds, like on the scouting and shit like that, we label them. You know, because you find beds, you find buck beds, you find places yeah, where yeah, bugs yeah. have bedded. You find good bug bed areas and shit like that, and you you're like, eh. Sometimes you're like, eh, it's an all right bug bed, and sometimes you're like, that's a ten on ten. Here's a bottle opener right here. Bud. Oh well, thanks. My sister got me that. My sister gets me all kinds of uh, drinking. Great gift. Presents. Okay. She so just you... knows I'm an alcoholic. Okay. Well, you find a ten on ten bug bed. <laughs> get us back on track here, Byron, because I can I can. I can go off on a tangent in a heartbeat. Oh, well, I believe it. So, 10 out of 10 buck bed. You're uh, to get a yeah. jacuzzi, bud. Well, it's a little bit fatter. It's a Modella. <laughs> it's the darker one. And I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest. It's a Negra. Yeah. You got to watch out saying that word. If you're handed with a hard R. <laughs> yeah, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but you find you find a 150-inch buck. Next yeah, day, you're like, yeah. I'm going to go trad bow and only hunt high... I don't, uh, I don't know if is. I don't know if this buck was um I don't know if this buck was like it's a freshie. It was a freshie. I don't know if he was like living in that area though like all year round. We were pretty deep when we found it. He's definitely poking in and living in and around there for sure. Yeah. I mean, he's a big buck. He's got like twenty one inch beams, you know, this is a good shed, you know, this is a, this Dude, is a this big is, shed. Might be the biggest shed of me and you collection. Oh, for sure. You know? Well, Even saying, big A. For 100%. 100% the biggest shed we've all ever found. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for sure. It's like a... Uh, so what did we said We said he was... So we scored it with I like a 16, 17 inch spread. It put him at like 150 It was like 149.75. Yeah. yeah. So so 150 inch buck. Buck. So, so the shed would have been... So subtract that. The, you know, I can't do that. Divide it by do. two. No, minus sixteen. No, it's not happening. I'm not doing it right now. That's so funny. I just we, we just looked at each other like, yeah, who, who's gonna do that math? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because some people like score says about like their yeah, they're like, like, oh, is that blah 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 inside sixty seven inside? I'm like, what? Okay, well, I'm trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, yeah, fucking scroll past that. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even remember. Care. Remember I texted you the other day. I found. Found a six-point side. I said he's 80 to 90 inches. Because you then can picture in your head, okay, Byron found so, yeah, so, so above a dink, you, 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 but not could be, 130. Yeah, but this could be perceived two different ways. Okay. I found six-point side, 89 inches. So you found the antler with six points that was 80 to 90 inches on that one fucking antler. Or you found a six-pointer... That might score roughly 80 to 90 inches. That's where I'm at. It's like a basic spread. Oh, I, I 100% understood what you were saying. Okay. As long when as you, you said the text. Okay. But like some people who are like mad, like like super like shed hunters, they would have seen it the other way. Mm. Like found a six pointer, a 80 pointer. to 90 inches. Listen, if I, if I got a 12 pointer, I'm running to the top of the hill yeah. and if I'm If I find six you. points on one side, <laughs> I'm definitely saying found a 12 point shed. Yeah. I'm just going to assume that it matches. Mm-hmm. And this, so, so this is a 10-point shed. <laughs> With a four and a half inch G4. Maybe he touched more than that. My wife calls that six. 
Fuck you, it's not gonna get that one, did it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we used, to, we used to have to do planks in high school, like uh, like planks, like yeah, like yeah. you know. And the coach would always say, uh, like, hold yourself six inches off the ground. Not what your girlfriend tells you six inches is. <laughs> He's well, always like, say that, like every well, day. He got fired. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He actually got fired on some bullshit, too. He, like, we were, so we were up, like, 21-0 in, like, the first quarter. And then we went into halftime, like, 21-21, and he was pissed. So he walks in, as soon as, so we're on, we're on the locker room, where it is an away game. So you got the away, like, trainers and stuff in Mm -hmm. the locker room. And uh, he walked in, just pissed, like, and just kicked his trash can. You know, and it was just, like... Whatever. He walked in and kicked a trash can. But, like, hit, like, one of our players, you know. But he didn't give a shit, you know. He, the player was, like, it's just part this of the high school game. or college? High school. Okay. It's just part of, part of the business. But then he ended up getting fired because that, like, athletic trainer from the away team, like, said he was, like, kicking and, like, like hitting oh. players with trash cans. And coaches these days, like, like, our high school coaches, like, would be, like, nice. I, I really Dude, wonder. it is a different time, that is for sure. I remember, so so we got in a big ass. So so my senior year in high school, I was I was I was like I was like I was I did everything. I was like the star player, right? There was like three of us on our team who were like really good. So I was a quarterback. I was kicker. I was punter. I was kick returner. I was punt returner. I was middle linebacker. I fucking did everything. And then we had like our running back was also like a star corner. And, like, our fullback was also, like, a really good, like, middle linebacker, defensive end type, stand-up type guy. Okay. We, we had, like, three players who were, like, really good. There was a fight in the lunchroom. And um, we all somehow got involved in this big fight. It was, like, 10 on 10. It was, like, a, a whole thing. Okay. Our running back ran across. He, he was he somehow got on the, the cafeteria tables, <laughs> ran all across that. I remember seeing him. Like, Liu Kang diving, like, leg out, kick a guy. And literally mid-fight, like, I just threw a punch. I look up, see that. I'm, I looked at him. He looked at me, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, mid-fight, I looked at him. We looked at him, and they're like, what the fuck was that? He was just like, I don't know. <laughs> so, 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 and then, and then, like, the fight got broke up, and everybody ran, right? Everybody ran. You know, like... Four of us ran to my house. Like, everybody just ran away. Like, and then, but then we went to, we had football practice that night. This is mid-season. Oh, Jesus. This is mid-football season. Then we, 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 we run out, and then we go to football practice that, 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 that evening. And we just go in there, and, and uh, the coach comes out and was like, E. Bright, Fry, Hair. And they talked to you guys. We're like, we, we knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> yeah. We walk in there, and then he's like, all right, yeah, he's, like, he's all super calm. He's like, hey, come on, guys, sit down, sit down over here. I got to talk to you. Sit down. He goes, what the fuck were you guys thinking? He fucking laid into okay. us. You stupid-ass dumb fucks. Why the fuck would you ever even try to think that that was fine? This is mid-season. You know how many strings I had to pull to not get your dumb asses fucking suspended? You idiots. Why would you ever do some shit like that? Dude, he ripped into us. 
Then, like, like, like I said, then I found out, like, later on he got fired for kicking, like, a trash can. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm like, what? I'm like, you yeah. know, the most mild thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah. He that's what you fire him for. Bounced three times and then hit Jimmy in the shin. Yeah. Fired. Fired. Because of that. That's, that's, dude. <laughs> where we're headed. Now, well, look. Well, shit. Dude. All right, what, all right. Shed. Them recording Monday. the podcast for, like, an hour. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Or, no, I, fa- I, I found a pretty good shed, what was that, uh, two weeks ago on, like, a Monday? Yeah, I think I got off work early, and like I texted you guys. Yeah, the Big Woods piece. Yeah, so I put 20 miles looking for a giant. Can't find him. Yeah, and you got him on camera. So Like three just, times in January to February. Like, yeah. I'm on a turkey hunt His there. sheds are they got to be close, there. right? Unless I spooked him before he shed, who knows. But, uh, you know, I found a solid shed. Right, Dude, that... <laughs> That area that I found that shed, you could not find on a map. And, and, and we don't, like... We, we don't we, find sheds. Well, we don't shed hunt either. I'm not there. I'm scouting. Shed, sheds are, like, I might take, like, a... Like, a secondary loop on, like, a southern-facing slope just because I know that that's where they've been bedding in the winter, you know? Yeah. But, like, I'm not, like, basing... Like, my scouting mission on finding sheds. Yeah, so the only reason I was in this area, one, to begin with, back in January, is I seen some deer across the road there in the dark this fall. I'm like, okay, I'm going to scout it. A couple times, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. twice. Yeah. So about as you're driving, good ones. As you're driving there, like, in the morning to go hunt, like, a different place, yeah. you keep seeing deer across the same spot. So you're like... What's the nearest big yeah. hillside that I can go find? Yeah. So that's where I'm like, okay, I'll need like, to scout there. Yeah, it's like, am I an idiot for like keep going to this spot that's there, like way there, back? So you know, every morning I see deer cross in this there exact one same day, fucking spot. There was one day, right? Let's call it Publix on the right hand side of the road, the the privates on the left. And I was driving down the road and I seen a doe cross and then let's call it a solid frame buck, one thirty plus, cross the road. And they went right to left. If they wouldn't have went left to right and gone towards the public, like I probably would have rearranged my plans that morning. Because we've talked that for a number of years, it's like, why would you drive past a solid buck or a solid deer to and go we hunt? Used, we used to do it all the time in the past, man. We used to be out there just like, so we, we would get somewhere like semi-early, and then we would just be like, okay, let's... Because here's the thing. Like I used, so I grew up on public land. I, all I hunted was public land ever. Mm. With like a handful of buddies, right? So I gotta drive to their house. They gotta drive here. They got I gotta drive two, three houses. Pick up all these people, and we used to all just drive down there in my old suburban, you know. And we would hunt roughly the same piece, but we all kind of knew where we were going, you know. And we weren't necessarily like it was know, all predetermined. You're gonna go to spot X. Yeah, gonna spend we a weren't lot basing nothing on wind. Yeah. We weren't nothing. And then, but but then, like you know, say if everybody just happened to be like ready that day to, when I pulled up, you know. We're down there fucking early. So then we what we do? We do we drive around, we drive the roads, just like seeing just trying to see deer in the dark, you know, just fuck it. And then we, but we would see like big bucks cross the road. And then like, we oh, go man. hunt spot X. We go spot we go hunt spot A, B, and C. Yeah, I you know, I'm like, hey man, like there ain't that many big bucks on public land. Like like if we were to go even remotely near where we seen that buck cross that road like at least we're like in the game. We're, we're we're within a mile of a of a big buck. Yeah. Whereas if you just go to spot A, B, and C, you don't even know if you're. It, you don't even know if there's a big buck within a mile of you. You know. Mm-hmm. It's just. Um, it's been a tactic that we've kind of. Yeah. Started to take a lot more seriously. 
Yeah, like, 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 I have an area that I think I'm going to go to now every day that I go to hunt. Like, I, I drive to said piece with the assumption of hunting this, usually a specific spot, a specific tree that I've found and marked while scouting, usually. Um, but, like, if I'm on the way there, I see, like, some deer across the road, I see a buck across the road, I will definitely switch things up yeah very like, fast yeah 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 and a hundred inch buck maybe not but like let's call it a 125 130 it or... depends if i see a hundred inch buck run across the road um and, and a doe run across the road uh, and on like october like 30th oh I'm, yeah i'm definitely i'm hunting there now because i'm like shit that's a hot doe there ain't that many hot does october 30th it, it was two years ago you yeah. called me on the road dude i just seen a deer cross the road i was like dude October 30th, this gotta be the first hot yep. dough. You went in there and seen like six bucks? Yep, six bucks. With, so I saw. The film's on the YouTube of a buck, like kind of 120 ish, plus or minus. Yeah, I passed on, yeah. Tall time. I don't know why I passed on that deer, but what is what it is. It was October 30th. If you would have seen that deer November 15th, I don't think you passed it. Well, and I was on the ground, so I got a really good look at that deer. That was a younger deer. So With tall saw, times. With tall times. And like so, like I'm don't don't get me wrong. I'm not like some like trophy hunter. I only shoot mature bucks. I don't care about the antlers. Only about the age. Dude, fuck no, that fuck noise. that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in that realm. But like, I saw this like little dumb, stupid deer come, come rolling in, just acting dumb. But he had very tall times. Yeah, you probably he probably was like 120 inch eight pointer. You know, like he was. All right. There's no record button. Now we... There we it is. Oh, yeah, okay, I see perfect. It. I like to be... Crazy. I don't know where we got cut off, but bottom line, you found a hammer. I found a pretty decent buck. Damn, bud. You threw us right back into the game. Oh, yeah. We, we got cut off for like 20 minutes just mm, now. Probably 10. And we're just like jumping back in. Well, we, we done chatted up the neighbors, the whole nine yards. We, as soon as we get back in the shed, Byron hits record and he's like... All about business. <laughs> like That's my role. right back into the game. That's my role. <laughs> you are you're 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 the you're you're the Mark Kenyon of the White Dogs fans. Yeah, I am. I think we all have our roles. <laughs> I think I think I one I figured out how to edit. And then you, I, to see, I that's another thing too, is like uh it's funny, like people don't realize when the people watch our shit and stuff like that and people who listen to this podcast, Byron learned all this editing shit. On the fly. Like, we, we started hunting together maybe six, seven, seven years ago. Yeah. And then, like, like we started, we started, no, we were hunting together. We were just like, we started, like, just, like, talking. We, we, we both were on public land. You had that small private piece that you mm-hmm. own. It's like, what, 20 acres. It's 18 just acres, yeah. In a shitty part of the county. Yeah, exactly. That's why. But, but we, 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 we hunted public land. I, hunt, I always hunted public land. You had some private access back in the day. Oh, I had some good private access back. But in the she day. just didn't know how good it was. At the no, time. I didn't know how to hunt it because you didn't. You were. You I didn't know what to educated. fucking do. Yeah, you were as educated then. Dude, I'd have three or four one forties on the wall <laughs> just from hunting that. Dude, place. I'd have like seven more one fours on the wall if I didn't miss deer. Okay, but nonetheless, I'm not not trying to. Not but yeah, to no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So I I learned bucks. how to edit on the on on the fucking. Fly. Yeah, and then like it's like it's it's wild. It's like uh, you like literally were like, you, you guys want to start like, you, do you want to start like filming some things? I'm like, yeah, let, yeah, let's do that. You know, because it wasn't like nowadays. It's like the thing to do. Mm-hmm. We got in like just like right. 
Honestly, like, probably around the brink of it being, like, the thing to do. And podcasts were just creeping in. Yeah, yeah, because we were on, like, working class, like, very early on it and was, stuff. Yeah, yeah. At the time, I can remember, there was three hunting podcasts. There was Wired to Hunt, there mm-hmm. was um, Dan Johnson's uh, Nine Fingers, and then there was Working Class. There was no, literally no, no, three. Nine, nine Fingers was way later than those. But there was three. Wired to Hunt was with, Wired to Hunt with Dan Johnson was... Around for like two years before Dan split off and did yeah. Nine Fingers. That's true. It was it was Wired to Hunt. It was working class. I mean, maybe like Gritty Bowling. Hunted, maybe yeah. Mm-hmm. But Hunted Chronicles maybe weren't they old? I can't say I listened to them back then. Back in the day, I listen to them more now. But anyways, but so, yeah, am I am I wrong now? Yeah. Okay. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I I I was like. You guys want to learn? Like, you guys want to try and film? And we're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be white tail drilling. Yeah, we uh, thought we were gonna be white tail drilling. I was we, like, well, because we had their DVDs, it. we thought we were gonna make our own DVDs because we did a public land thing too, you know. Yeah. And with this, clearly, what white tail drilling has done for they didn't initially, and then their early videos, people don't remember, they weren't all public, and they weren't all on the ground. No, no, they were they were they were private, mixed in permission. Hanging tree stands, you know, they were... Because Jared was a pretty damn good deer hunter at that, like, when when they were first starting. I I really, um, I, I would love to, like, I've, I've talked to Jared a time or two at, like, some shows, but I would love to talk to him a little bit more, like, on a personal level, because I've heard him talk about how he, um... At one point, got, he thought he could beat a deer's nose. Well, he, at, at one point, he... He thought he he got he got tired of hunting, kind of. Yeah. Like it became like work. It became like a job. It became like this something that I have to do. And he, that's when he went like trad life, and he went like from the ground because mm-hmm. like he was just tired of like hunting, feeling like he was like working. Yeah. You know, and and I've I, I've he he said something like that on a podcast at some point in time, and I relate to that like. To the extreme. That's why we're just joking about. I find a hundred fifty inch shed, and I just I'm saying, hey, I'm just going to try life and balance down, because I I I really understand. Like that, like I like like I feel with what he's has said and what he's done. Where hunting not, big bucks is hard. Yeah, it ain't that like it ain't that it like got like boring or too easy. You know, usually like so like if shooting bucks at a compound gets too easy, you go to recurve or you you start hunting from the ground. You know, because like got too easy or something like that, and you still want that like challenge. That's not the case, even remotely. But I just I just feel more. Um, I don't know. I just like I feel like it, when I once I like find some good bucks in the area. Whether it's through trail cameras or through sign or something like that, I know there's like a big one in there, and I'm like only hunting like a specific like bigger class deer. Like it becomes like work. Like it's like two years. Hey, ago. I, I have to like I, I I have the free evening. Like I have to go hunting. Two years ago, you had some stellar buck knowledge, and it gets stressful. Yeah, it's so, so much so. I don't like feeling like I like I have to go hunting because like I just it's, it's just time in the woods, time in a tree, kills bucks. It does. Oh yeah, it's not talked about enough. Time and time is very big. And I just I just I didn't like feeling like 
hey, like when I have any any waking moment that I have a chance to go, like I have to go, because like it's just what it is. It's just time in the woods, and you just like have to go spend a time in the woods. I just didn't like I didn't like that aspect of it. It just felt it started to feel more like work than it felt like uh, my break from work. You know, mm-hmm. it felt like, it felt more like work. And I was like, I don't like this shit, man. I just want to like, I want to be able to like enjoy myself in the woods and like any deer, any deer I see gets me sparked up and gets me excited. Like, you know, and that's why I like the trail life thing has been itching me for a handful of years. I mean, I went straight stick bow for an entire season a few years ago. Now I didn't miss like a 140 with that stick bow and, um. I kind of said, fuck it, threw out the tree stand, so I'm not doing this shit anymore. But nonetheless, like, like I, that, you know, you know, at the same time, that was the only buck that got in range that year. Yeah. Because me and Andy saw them two bucks puffing up, snort wheezing and shit like that. It was like, it was like a 110 inch eight pointer. That was snort wheezing, he was puffed up. Then, then, then the seven pointer, he was like a 110 inch seven pointer, came in, made a scrape. They were puffed up. They didn't fight fight, but they were like about to fight. And I was like, dude, they were like, they were all at like 50 yards. Mm-hmm. I was like, e- either one of these one 110 inches come over here, even remotely close. I'm letting them I'm killing fly. Yeah. You know, but, you know, and so it just happened to be the fact that the only buck they got in range that year that I was only strictly trying life happened to be like a 140 and I missed him. And then he circled, circled around and, was at like fifty yards, and I, I flung another one and hit a tree. <laughs> yeah. I stuck his wiki in a tree, like like twelve feet up. It's still there. It's still there to this day. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like that was. Uh, we went down the rabbit hole. I don't know where hell we got. The, how the how do we even remotely? Got you were to talking to Jared Scheffler, and you'd like to have a personal conversation with him. And I would like to. How you have kind of equated that to maybe. Maybe what the in this shed in general that's sitting here on the table, you're like two like literally less than twenty four hours later. Eh, I'm gonna go trad bow and I'm gonna go hunt high deer population areas. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you just found a one fifty. And and here and I've done so. Me and you did the western elk trip last year. Then mm-hmm. we, we we saw elk. We saw giant bulls. We were in the shit. We were in these enormous mountains. We like um and we 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 backpack hunted. So we were like camping and and living in the woods for for a week mm-hmm. and it's like you get back to like ohio chasing these white tails and you're just like this is nothing like it's not even a, it, it it doesn't even feel like it doesn't even feel the same once you've experienced i go the opposite that. i go the opposite see i don't I, I dave guess. is hooked by the western bug versus me i'm like dude you're talking a 10-day elk trip you're talking i gotta spend four days in a fucking vehicle Back home, I spend 70 miles off-season scouting. I spend a handful of days running cams. Like, it takes me a lot to connect on a solid, not even a giant, a solid deer here. And I'm just like... Them views and that, like... I'm just like, dude, the opportunity for me to kill an elk in my life at a DIY level is got to be below 1%. Oh, it's definitely low, right? You know? Didn't they say, like, I think they say, like, 10%. Roughly. But if I'm you just, get like a decent unit. I'm just like, dude, I would, I think if I ever go elk hunting again, even if I could call up 
somebody who's in state X and be like, dude, like I need like either some dropped pins or some somebody who's scouted, somebody who knows where elk is because that's the biggest thing with elk. Massive playground, got to find them. Even where the, the, where, where the historical data on elk doesn't, is even, it's not even like a thing. Yeah. They're, 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 they're migratory, you know? Yeah, I just, I, to me, I just see that as such I a mean, low I think, game. Honestly, like, I can't, I can't say a word about elk. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you, even you haven't killed, killed I haven't, I haven't even hunted them. I hunted them one time. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't. I I've done it twice. It, I can never give advice on elk. Yeah. But, like, we, we went out there just green as it green gets. And we got on elk. We were damn. We were chasing bugles every day, mm-hmm. and you know, out of seven days, we were damn near chasing bugles almost every day. And we were, um, we knew, like we were, you know, I don't know. We 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 knew topography. We knew time bedding, and field. We knew we 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 knew the basic things. That Thermals. You, we almost okie doked the fucking mega. Thermals, winds. Remember, exactly. we we had him pegged at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. We like, should have okie doked him. We should have. We, we, okay, a little bit of green, but we but fucked, well, you're like, like, all right, let's wait a half an hour when this sun gets a little bit higher than thermals or rip upward, and we'll we come can, in from the top. Then like, we can go get him. Yeah, I bet nine out of ten whitetail hunters would have been like, let's go right at that bugler. Let's just go right at him. And then yeah, they came in from. They we literally said no. We're gonna wait a half an hour when the yeah. thermals start ripping. And I think that's just because we spend so much time in hill country. I don't mm-hmm. mean to boost our own. Own home. Uh, like I have killed some farm country bucks. You have killed some farm country deer as well. But it's like, ooh, seventy percent of the time is spent in hill country. So we felt confident enough to let's let's wait this thing out about a half an hour, forty five minutes. Then thermals will be kicking. Yeah. He'll he'll think we're still at his level or lower, and we're gonna come in from the top. And it it it, it should have worked if we were more experienced elk hunters. Yeah, for sure. Like. Even even at the smell, like if the we fact that, but I was like, I was like a hundred-ish yards away from where he was bedding at, and I ripped bugles, and he didn't respond. Didn't say it. Didn't didn't do anything. And, and you, I was like, oh fuck it. Well, you, and you found that elk shit that was fresh. The bed that was fresh. Yeah. The the only difference that I think, like, I found a fresh bed that I thought that 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 was like literally when we were listening to him, we marked a pen on X mm. in a spot. And I found a fresh bed in that exact spot. Yeah, but in, in the scheme, he might have moved. He might have been better. Yeah, he might have shifted fifty to hundred yards because that's about what he was from mm-hmm. from point A. And, and and in hindsight, like if we'd have been more experienced elk hunters, we would have kept an arrow knocked maybe this whole time. Or when we we kicked up that fresh, and we would thought like, hey, we didn't bump him out, you know. And yeah, they, he they hasn't left. We would have heard his rack raking trees, like. And they think you know them them elk, them elk ain't sneaking away. No, they were horses running through. I the mean, woods. we we just we just didn't, we just didn't yeah, know. we just didn't know. But um, you know, you found a good shed. I found a good shed. Um, back to whitetails. Back to whitetails. <laughs> Always Burns always got to get back on track. Yeah, I do, man. Oh, we were talking about back in the day, we started Whitetail Experience, and you're like, Byron, learn how to edit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, that, that's where this whole conversation started. Let's get back to that. Most people don't know this. Let's get back to that. So, so like, we were just, like, we started, like, filming shit like that. And then Byron was like, I'm learning how to edit. You, you can look at our old-ass... Well, we can look at our old-ass videos... They are hilarious. They are funny. They are rough. 
It's like rock. The music doesn't match. Where it's the like all like the made like it's all like the the, the basic like soundtracks like. It's so intense when like a fucking fawn walks in, just stuff like that. Oh man, that was. <laughs> the whole video is so fun to watch. And it's like, but here's the thing, that's where we started from. Dude. And then Byron just, like, like did, the, like, a ton of, like, research, uh, YouTube, and, you know, the whole nine yards, and just got better and better and better editing to the point to where, you know, you've been for the last, like, what, three years? Or even since, since the launch of Lone Wolf Custom Gear, you've been their sole editor, basically. Yeah. Since the relaunch of Whitetail Addictions, you've been the editor. Yeah. You know, that's just like, like in, in that short of a period of time, like six years ago, we were like some Joe Schmoes who went up to the public land and decided like, yeah, fuck it, let's start carrying some cameras. And then you were like, yeah, I can figure out how to edit. You know, I can figure out how to patch this shit together. And it, we you literally patched some shit together that first yeah. year. They were rough videos. But then... Now it's like, and then like you're talking three, four years later, just due to no schooling, no, no, no coaching, no nothing. You just, just on your own, just fucking with the shit. Now you're, you're like the, you're, you're and honestly in the hunting industry, as far as like, uh, editors and videographers and stuff go, like, I feel like Byron Horton's like kind of a name now. And it's been like six years. Sure. Since you even picked up a camera, yeah, and most people like, don't know this. You're uh, not like you're not like Dylan Lenz. You're not like, like, what the fuck's the Predators guy's name? Chris Hood. Yeah, you're not like necessarily on that level because of pro- probably because of the shit that they have, sure. like the funds. Sure. <laughs> but like, you know, you you're 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 definitely self-taught. like self-taught, known name. In, in editing and videography, just like it, it's pretty wild, you know. It's it like is. It, 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 when you, when you take a take, take a step back and look at it, it's it's like shit. Like when 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 people want something like edited well and they know it's gonna be edited well, they like they know and they're like, oh, this shit was edited. This shit was edited by Byron. That's probably gonna be good. And they watch it, you know. Like you have a decent name these days, I think. Most people don't know this, but um, we started Whitetail Experience. Um, I bought a bow from New Breed Archery at, at a discount, but it was still like $750. And uh, I I previously bought a computer and camera gear, and that was like, let's call it five $700. I was driving for Uber to afford the camera gear, to afford the, the startup costs of making a brand. I would drive for Uber, from, so I had a day job, and I wasn't making great money back then, but... Um, you know, I drive, I would literally drive for Uber on Friday, Saturdays from let's call it five o'clock to about nine. I didn't want to have too many like drunk people in the car, but that's how like I made money to afford camera gear. I mean, and, and start the brand like, like, you know, I, I literally would work a second shift doing, uh, a ridiculous job. Yeah. Craziest story I ever had. And I've been on and off. I haven't, I've been on and off with the brand, you know, I've, I've contributed some content, and then, and then, then, then sometimes I don't contribute any content at all, you know, because it's life and just my business. You know, I got a busy life, yeah. three kids and shit like that. I got three kids. I got a job. I got a side job. My wife was in school there for a while. Oh yeah, 
with these three kids, so mm, shit, shit was crazy, you know, but like, um, we've kind of settled in with White Tail Experience, we know what it's going to be at this point, yeah. Unle- unless a company or sponsor or somebody backing us tremendously is wanting to really jump on board, we're kind of, well, and then, you know, and then like, we're okay with it. I'm not, I'm not gonna like toot our own horn like we're in like like we're even remotely big enough to to tell a sponsor to fuck off. But like if someone approached us with some outlandish guidelines, we would definitely tell them fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like like that. Like you can't like, drop a swear word on yeah. your on a podcast. Eh, but yeah, but that's not gonna work. Yeah, no. We work with a handful of companies. We've been with uh, Nomad for a few years now. We've been with uh, custom gear. Since we were with New Breed um, there for like a handful of years. We were like probably one of the originators of their content producers. Yeah, uh, Bohan Fiend shot a New Breed there for a while, and I, I don't mess- know if he was like on staff. Or yeah, not. he was. He, he was. was. Yeah, and I messaged Josh Combs because I was researching that blade because I wanted a thirty-four inch, seven inch brace bow, and I said I'm thinking about shooting the blade. What do you know about it? He's like, hey, what's Whitetail Experience about? And I, I bought a bow at his... That was when we were nothing. Dude, nothing. We had like 300 maybe followers on Instagram. Yeah. Like, we were just like brand new. And Newbreed was like, wow, these guys seem like they want, they want to try to do some shit. And here we are like a few years later, you know, you're getting editing contracts for different companies and wow. stuff. Like, we... Like... Honestly, you know, I, I get it that some of these companies need to take some chances with some of these smaller people. I feel like Newbreed really made out on that. Yeah. But then yeah. they ended up going down the tank for getting rid of Kyle Nall and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whatever, whatever the fuck happened. Yeah, there. Kyle, you wanted to design a bow. You, you <laughs> like, like, I mean, he was a, he, he was a man, he, dude. He and was you a can, man. He was, he was he was like he was he designed he was you're talking about like a guy who originated like a, an entire bow company. company and but if you like it, it could be 7 p.m on a tuesday and you would just give him a phone call he would probably answer yeah he'd be like hey man what's going on how you doing yeah oh yeah i'm just over here cooking some food for the family you know he'd like he would yeah. just be like he was just like a normal dude he was a normal guy and he designed a great bow hell i kept that blade for fucking how many how many deers that blade killed uh, a, lot. a lot, dude. This, 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 and people are like, "What's new breed arch?" I'm like, "Dude, there's a reason I haven't picked up like a used Matthews, uh, uh, let's call it Chill R33." There's a reason I get rid of my old bow. Yeah, it's it's on the wall as a backup because mm-hmm. like it's kind of a decent bow, but uh, it's beyond decent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's it, it is it is crazy to think the but but like we said. Whitetail experience is kind of where it's going to be, unless somebody really wants to jump. But you know, we we. I gotta take a piss. That's fine. We we. Piss break. Pop. Dave's back. We're back in business. business. Piss break. Soup. Uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta piss, man. When you when you, I, I drink a lot of beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're now on these fucking stout Guinnesses, BS. I bought these Guinnesses for Nikki because she likes these like old stout beers and shit. But she, she, she got. She's wounded. So yeah, she's wounded. So we we went out. We got pretty drunk last night. Well, First night out with. Since baby. Since baby. You yeah. know, yeah, we got two month old baby. We had a sitter last night. We were like first night out. You know, we got pretty drunk and you know. 
Oh. She, got, she got pretty drunk too, but she was she does she does not deal with the hangover well. <laughs> That's fair. Now, Dave, I'm gonna pivot real quick. Same pivot. kind of pivot. Okay, so I I called you this week because the local sports radio station did a frozen pizza breakdown, and I think our audience needs to get on in on this as well because <laughs> on the frozen pizza game because right? frozen pizza game one it is one third. To half the price of takeout pizza. You don't have to drive. You don't have to place an order. It's ready when you're ready. And you and I have dabbled in a few brands and a few techniques. What is your frozen pizza of choice right now in the deep chest? It was Tombstone. See, that is on the very low tier. No, Tombstone's getting... Tombstone, like, changed their sauce or something, and it's, like, not the same. Okay, where are you going now? I mean, the Jacks... No, you... Been... No. Dude, you are in the lowest of the low tier. That's... that's I have experimented that's with... That's how I... It... Dude, uh, pizza is fucking pizza. Like, if I'm eating frozen pizza, I'm, like, I'm not just, like... I'm not... I, I don't expect it to be... Immaculate, like it's frozen pizza. So, like, I'm not like looking for greatness out of a frozen pizza. At the like, same I would time, never, I would never even remotely buy a frozen pizza that was even close to the cost of a real pizza. I would never do that. If I'm buy, if I'm eating a frozen pizza, it better be fifteen percent of the cost of a real pizza. Okay, like it's got to be under no. five dollars. No. See, I think you're wrong here. I'm only eating under five dollar frozen pizzas. See, I have experimented. Well, I, I, well, I've, I have eaten Desornos, and they taste like a uh, like a frozen pizza. Okay, Desornos out. Overhyped, most overhyped brand in the the space. Bottom line, they, our they local are, their sauce is very particular. You know, if you like it or you don't. Okay, Desornos have a very distinct sauce. Let Let me hit our audience with this. Our local sports radio station did an outstanding segment. Uh, Screaming Sicilian was like top of the tier, and that's a $7 pie. But they said, you know what? And I have had some Screaming Sicilians, and they are outstanding. DiGiorno is like almost cresting the upper tier, but not as good. Why would you just go to the local place down the road and buy like a real fucking pizza? Dude, you're talking $17.99 for a large one or two topper. You can get a Supreme for $7. Where are you getting a $17.99 one topper? Donato's right now. Fifteen no ninety nine, guarantee you one topper. No way, it's like twelve ninety nine. We're gonna look this up. You 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 better keep the people entertained because I am looking this Donato's up. Donatos is like twelve ninety nine for a one topper. No, false. And they always have coupons. No, Donato. I'm not even talking Donatos. I'm talking better than Donatos. Let's get a better one topping pizza. So I think for our listeners, we need to hear one. What is your technique of choice for frozen pizza? Because you and I are both the same. Put it in there, no pizza stone, just right on the rack. First of all, no, no, no. Okay, I, okay. I do, I do have a very specific technique. Okay. So here's the thing: you you buy a frozen pizza, you're cutting it into six slices. Period. Right? Are triangles or squares? Who the fuck cuts a frozen pizza in squares? I do that. If, it, if it's a thin crust, and I want like the the, is the your of deal, but no, oh, always triangles. And I and I said six. Who the fuck's cutting six squares? Okay, keep keep going. I would love to see your six square pizzas. 
But yeah, so you're cutting the pizza into six fucking pieces, maybe eight, depending on the size. So they always come with like the frozen pepperonis that are like just like fucking tossed on there, right? Yep. I arrange those pepperonis. Oh, okay. You take the time. Yeah, per slice. I move them. So if I'm cutting that pizza into six slices, each slice gets three pepperonis. Okay. So I move the pepperonis. Okay, time pause. No, no, you got a know. one topper Donato's pizza to this house at this location says five twenty nine. Five dollars. Yeah, Red Baron at five dollars is one third the price. What? No. What? What did you say? How 15. much? Fifteen twenty nine for a Donato's. Fifteen. That's 29. that's mid tier. We got Massey's that's above you that. Said. That's Tommy's. Five twenty nine, but yeah, fifteen dollars. Yeah. Frozen pizza. Any frozen pizza. Yeah. It, a Sicilian is half the cost. No, I ain't buying no. Fr- I ain't buying no frozen pizza. Okay, t- hit for me with your upwards of ten dollars when I can buy Donato's for fucking fifteen. What about? S- we're talking seven for a Sicilian. Let's go back to my frozen pizza tactics. Okay, give me your technique. I told you, they all they they come with the pepperonis just tossed on there. You need to assort. You need to arrange your pepperonis to where there's three per slice. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's what you need to do. Okay. And then when he, you, you, you move them around, so you got like a little, little bundle of three, little bundle of three, little bundle of three, <laughs> into, for, for six slices. And then, you, then you bake the shit. And then you pull it out, and then you cut it into six fucking slices. Do you rotate Every your pie at the, half mi- uh, at the halfway point? Because I got to do that with my oven. Well, your oven sucks, then, but okay. is it not convection? I mean, that's, just, <laughs> I gotta sm- that's the, so, so, the terminology. That's so, why it's called a convection oven. So I got a double stack oven, so my top oven is real small, so it gets, I feel like it, it's a little hot, you know? So about halfway through, I rotate that pie about 180 degrees. No, Otherwise, no. that back half is getting way more crispy than the front half. No, that sounds terrible. You okay. need to get a new oven. Okay, <laughs> apparently. Let me just take out a loan for that one. <laughs> Let me tell you, White Tail Experience Patreon ain't paying for that. That's for sure. Okay, I wouldn't. So what's your technique? You got three. three, I told you, yeah. You just, you just, we just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then sometimes I add pepperonis and I'll add cheese if I got it. You add pepperonis and cheese if I got it. Okay, I'll add banana peppers. I'll add whatever I got in my fucking fridge. Fair enough. Pinos. You know. Now, what do you what do you buy as far as do you buy a supreme? Do you buy just pep pizza? Pep and sausage, primarily. Um, yeah, always pep and sausage. I always buy a supreme and I buy a cheese for no, the kids. Them, them fake ass peppers and onions taste like ass cheeks. <laughs> okay, you definitely okay. only want to get like pepperoni. Okay, 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 fair enough. Oh, like every frozen like supreme pizza just tastes so bad. It's like these are fake vegetables. These just don't taste right. Okay. Fake meat tastes like meat. Okay. Fake vegetables just don't. <laughs> okay. They don't. They don't fly. <laughs> but they do. Like like like. So you are you, you are no pizza stone. I would be curious if our listeners have a technique with the pizza stone to take the our pizza frozen. stones. Yeah, I've I've seen those. Yeah, we need to know what's your technique on frozen pizzas and pizza stones. If you're somebody that uses it. And feel it takes your production level from, say, an 8 out of 10 to a 9 or even an 8.5. But that ain't on the directions of cooking that frozen pizza. No, but, there is no but, but, pizza but, stone setting. Bottom line, I need to know if it takes your production value. We to make homemade level. pizzas with non. You, mm. know non. you know what non is? No. N-A-A-N. 
It's like the Indian food bread. Well, I think I that's your problem know. right there. Is you're making fucking it. an Italian it's dish like a, with it's, it's Indian like, bread. No, it's like a flatbread, but it's like a. It's like it's yes, like a, it's I know what naan is. Now that you say that, I didn't. Now to eat, you know what it is. Yeah, I used to eat, eat some Indian. Yeah, food we make day, our yeah. we make our pizzas on the naan no. as a crust, dude. It's delicious. My prior statement still say not that bitch on the smother. <laughs> then that naan pizzas are delicious. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna spin this back to deer hunting. Yeah. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> How long is this podcast oh, been already? This is the Shedcast. Shedcast? Shedcast. You have what it is? It is what it is. I got, still got three more Guinness to drink. So we'll be here for a while. <laughs> oh, man. So, so I Dave, did H in there? Yeah, I did. A while. So you had told me the other day, <laughs> when you going to stop shooting those 130s? You. And I picked up that shed the other day, and I said, dude, I'm shooting this deer. That's all I'm saying, man. You need to... <sighs> dude, you... See, here's the thing. I ain't been, like, consistent with killing bucks. Now, that that's largely due to me, like, missing them. Sure. But, like, regardless. But you've been consistently killing, like, 130s. Yeah, but I admire consistency. When are you? Are you ever going to just say like one fifty or bust? Yeah, or even like Booner or bust. You oh know? God. Are you ever going to go that route? <sighs> I mean, that's a that's a, that's a that's a serious like. It is a serious. Like here's a, like you could like just like like because you're you're killing like mature like like don't get me wrong like a like a hefty one thirty walks through the woods you're. you're you're like that's a big fucking deer. That's a big fucking you're, deer. You're like eight point, you're like one hundred twenty seven inch eight point. Like oh my god, bless it. Yeah, I'm shooting at one hundred twenty seven inch eight pointer every day of the week, but like you've shot one hundred twenty seven inch eight pointers the last like six years. Yeah. Are you eventually going to debate on going? I don't know. Maybe I mean we do run trail cams. We don't want to sell cams because fuck sell cams are cheating. <laughs> but, <laughs> you can't use a walkie-talkie, but you can use a cell cam. Uh, exactly. Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> but Heaven are forbid you... you tie something to a tree that sends you a fucking text, but your buddy can't be in the woods. You got shit on the morning, you got about 30 of them bitches in the woods. <laughs> and you could be live streaming the whole goddamn park. <laughs> you got enough sure. money, you know. You do, but no, kid. but yeah, but but nonetheless, um, are you uh, are you ever going to take that leap to like, like, Jake, uh, Jake Buck. chasing antlers, yeah. ch- chasing uh, inches versus just shooting mature deer on public land? Because it, we do get trail cam picks of one fifty plus deer. Yeah. I mean, shit, I've gotten chucked. I admire consistency. I think... I think I'm killing good deer. Yeah, obviously. He, so, so my, I, I've, always, I've let my... They trip my trigger when they walk in because... And I've missed the biggest deer I've ever taken a shot at in the last five years. A deer wouldn't he? He probably he wasn't one fifty. He might have been the. Might have been. He got pretty good four. He's he right pretty. In there. He could be pretty similar to this. What's on the, on the the table right there? Yeah, wrong. He's right in that range though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a giant, giant. Dude, as soon as I seen him at sixty yards, I said that's a 
shooting him. Clearly. And then when he turned sideways, I'm like, that's like a three inch plus G four. You know that 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 one thirty what was that eight point you end up shooting? Dude, that's probably if you come in my house, that's probably the most impressive deer on the wall. What was he? How many inches? One hundred thirty six inch eight point. And there's so that deer you you had a video of him the, the, day, the before, day before, and we're like, he's like one twenty five. Yeah, didn't look impressive at all. No, he didn't. And I remember like, I saw him in the field. I was moving, I'm moving closer on this deer, and I'm just I, you texted us, and I was like, well, "Why? It's like a average deer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you like chasing him? You know? And then you know, shooting him, he ended up being like a like a tank. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but like six plus inch. I I think he was six inch base. Yeah, probably. Because his his well, and part of that is his brow is like into yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Base. Yeah, yeah. He had like forty inches. Like he's in a heavy mass. deer. He's yeah, a heavy 40 deer. Inches or so in but yeah, we seen the video footage, and you're like, oh. the day before, you're like, man, yeah, eventually, you know, eventually you're gonna have to, eventually you're gonna have to stop shooting, hundred twenty inch, hundred thirty inch mature deer. You, I mean, you're going to, right? I don't know, man. You're just gonna just keep shooting them and then just travel and just shoot multiple years, multiple year. different states. You know, I don't know. Yeah, because there's a little respect. Uh, how you can only get the one tag? Yeah, like in other states, I think Illinois and like Iowa, Iowa you can you get, get the double tag. I think both states you get two tags, right? Yeah, um, I think even in Michigan you might get two. Michigan, you get you do get two. Um, Indiana so might be able. So it makes it very Kentucky's easy. It makes it very. I've passed on like. Ten Pobinyong bucks. Yeah. You know, and it's like, um and and that year ended up not like not shooting one. Yeah, that that is a big hurdle that I look back at myself in my if early had, to mid twenties. But if we had two tags in in Ohio, like I can think of three or four deer that would have died. We would have all shot them. We, we yeah. would have shot all those one twenties, all those Pobinyong deer that we saw, you know, and we passed And you learn so much from shooting a deer. Like, there's the final 10 it's seconds. It's a little shot process. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can say that I've passed on something, but I've also, like, missed, like, so many deer, like, under, like, 20 yards. Yeah. So I can't really realistically say that I passed on deer yeah. when I've missed, like, five that were under 20 yards. Dude, it, it, it is something, uh, one of the biggest regrets of my life, is um, for years I would not shoot a doe. I would wait till gun season and shoot a doe with my gun. And you learn so much from fucking getting a full draw. Want to drink one of these Guinnesses? No, absolutely not. Guinnesses? These are Guinness Guinnesses. Guinness I. How do you? How do you? What's the plural of a Guinness? I'm 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 trying. Guinnesses. I I think we need a bottle opener for these. Definitely Guinness size. Okay, Guinness size. <laughs> Fancy. But yeah, it, it's one of those things that, um, I don't know. I have chased some single deer, and then I'll just shoot whatever tickles my fancy when they show up. Like, Well, like I said, there you go. My beer for me? Yeah. Look at this guy. I got the bottle over. Um, I I don't know, and especially next year with uh, having a kid early, um, August-ish. That's what I said. That, that might not be the year to, like, push the limits. You say you but you're like, oh. Chase the, chase the biggest bucks in the area. Always chase, chase them. Like you, you like I go into a spot. I'm hunting. I'm hunting because Omega. I'm hunting Omega. 
Um, whatever wa- whatever walks past me that I'm cool with shooting, then I'm cool with shooting. Yeah. You know, but like always go into every hunt like you're hunting for a, a, a booner. Like where where would a booner live? Where would a booner be? Where where are the where are the giant rubs at? Where are the giant scrapes? Where are the giant beds at? Where am I'm I hunting, not going to see does walk through, but yeah. maybe a buck sticks his head up in the final five? I'm minutes. hunting those spots. And then, you know, if like a 125 walks by, I'll probably shoot it. But I'm always hunting the big bucks. Yeah. Your, 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 your personal standards on what you want to shoot can vary, you know, as, as, as much as you want them to vary. But like, you know, go into the woods hunting the, biggest. the biggest and then shoot whatever you you would like to shoot. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I'll I'll see what tickles the fancy next year. Um, it could be October nineteenth, five minutes to go with shooting light and a fucking. I can already tell right now. You, I, I see you. you I, I can, I can already tell that you have no aspirations of passing one hundred thirty inch bucks. Maybe that's not me. Maybe I'm too much of a consistency man. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll look at uh. Yeah, you shoot. You shoot a one thirty plus buck on public, like it. it it's you and I have a lot more respect for the dude shooting, in yeah. PA and Michigan slaying one twenties than like the dude in Iowa who shoots a one forty five. We're like, dude, that guy in fucking Michigan or Pennsylvania, yeah. what's he got figured out? Like, what guy, can I take? A, a guy in one of those game? states that shoots like a one twenty ish buck, like year after year after year. Yeah, versus like the guy who has like. 300 acres of private who shoots like a 140 every year. It's Give me that 120, Taylor. It's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. it's just not the same. I mean, I mean, whatever. We'll get some backlash on that. No. Dude, I, call a spade a spade. Uh, I, I, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I've hunted both public and private here in Ohio. I, I'll keep that this conversation inside of Ohio. I yeah I I care about uh, some for some reason I do care about the backlash more than you care about the backlash. Somewhat. There's you were getting backlash on some on your video on some like uh, you know obviously I think we talked about it earlier in this podcast on the bullshit like I had to ask my wife permission. Yeah shit. yeah yeah. That's that, that, that that infuriated me, but I didn't oh. like. I didn't say shit, but I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I got so mad about it, you know? It's like, you know, I see some of these other comments on our YouTube videos and stuff like that. They do, they do, they make me, they, I get, I get kind of mad about it. Yeah, I think YouTube comments are worse because it doesn't ID you back to your own personal self versus like Facebook comments. You can track that person down to to an extent. Yeah. Um, YouTube well, stuff. we ain't tracking people down, but it's but like, like you can click like who made that comment, and it could be somebody on YouTube. I just like, don't understand. Not even a channel. What, what mindset do you have to have as a person to just like bash people on like social media? Like, so you have nothing better to do to this, this day than to write some like shitty reviews about something. Like, how how shitty is your life? You know, it's like, who's the person who's doing that? You know, and then I start to think, like, the person who wants to take the time to write some negative bullshit about me must be, like, some lazy, fat-ass fuck who's just sitting there on their couch wanting to be a troll. And it's like, 
I, I get ate up with it, and then I tell myself, you're being a fucking idiot. So I'm getting ate up with it. It's like... Stuff. I go back and forth with, yeah, they, they, they frustrate me, but then I'm like, look, imagine the person who's who who's making these comments. I'm like, yeah, they're they're a depressed soul. <laughs> like, <laughs> they are. Like, they are. like whatever. Like, screw the hell, man. Dude, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, and I don't even spend too much time on Facebook these days. Just, I think part of that is is due to that. You too cool for Facebook? I spend more time on YouTube <laughs> and Instagram than Facebook for sure, and I can't figure out TikTok. That's for damn sure. They don't, they don't fuck with us today. Dude, we, on TikTok, all I get is videos of pretty girls shaking their butt. And then... But then we post shit, we, they get uh, removed. Dude, I'm like a 40% batting average on TikTok for videos <laughs> that actually like do good. Or like, yeah, they're like, nope, this has a dead buck in it. Wrong. Uh, wrong. <laughs> this is not allowed. I asked a really good question right before the, the battery died. You said, what are your plans for next season? And we've been discussing my shooting, uh, what I want to shoot or not. We also discussed what I need to edit out of this podcast, which I definitely need to. Oh shit! But dude, I think. Do you, do you are you are you tied down to an area or like a spot this year? You think? Well, so if if the, I mean I know you you've been scouting like definitely like one place in particular. So yeah, like it's multiple ridge systems, whatever. But like the mega. If I find that mega on trail cam, like I definitely will zero in there. Um, the second, I mean, he got him on trail cam in January. In January, but if he like if I, if I turn him back up in September next year, yes, I will zero in on there because you know it'd be a good deer for me to shoot. Um, I feel like them September patterns are pretty relatable to the January patterns. Um, if the crop, depending on the crop region, and I don't think I got to worry about crops based on just big timber habitat. Um, that so being said, a good beat on it, that being said, I have two bucks last year that I I chased. One in particular, where uh, the wide buck, I call him Low Tine. He's maybe one thirty five, but he's twenty plus inches wide. Hmm. You know, and I was I was behind him by twenty four hours, uh, three or four times last year, like, and I could never pin out where he was betting. You just need to get so so some cell cams, man. Dude, if I had some cell cams, like. <laughs> It would definitely help. Uh, uh, dude, 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 I might have so, killed a buck like October 12th last year. Because the, the Big Ten started hitting this scrape for like three-day period there in early October on that oak flat. And oh, you don't say. That's what all, all big bucks do, you know. Yeah. It's Little like, micro they, patterns. That's why these, these cell cams make, um, make f- put a cell cam in somebody's hands who who... Like knows what they're doing already. It's dangerous. Then, then line them up with like ten to fifteen cell cams. It's 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 game over. They're, yeah. they're just shooting a buck before October fifteenth every year. I think my aluminum bat analogy was the best out of that deer hunter podcast. I didn't I listen to that one. So so I said it's like the aluminum bat of of deer Wait, hunting. I lot it. Where Jesus. aluminum bats were allowed in the major leagues, they realized. Wait wait wait. You're, you're now hitting home runs at such a high level, it's not so much a skilled aspect anymore because the technology of the aluminum bat allows these batters with average skills to now hit home runs. But it's still hard as hell. You still got to be good enough to hit the pitch. Yeah, ball. your average pedestrian maybe not. You still got to be good enough to hit the pitch. Yeah, yeah, you're at, yeah. So, you know, you still got to be like at, at, at a next, you still got to be at next level and know what you're doing. 
But like, if you if you if you're if you're skilled enough to hit the pitch, then you give that. You got that a person, lot more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then, then you get that person like just like golf. Room. I mean, golf's a, a a good example of that. If because golf limits how how good drivers can be. Yeah, NASA, exactly. NASCAR limits. You got to have a decent yeah. swing, but like if you could put a NASA inspired fucking head on your golf club and send that bitch forty. 400 yards straight down the middle every time. Well, now golf isn't exactly as hard as it, it once was. Um, I mean, I mean, we see it coming, you know. They're they're clearly Yeah. You know, it's it's starting in There's the a reason that Pope and Young and Boone and Crockett have said, "Yeah, that's not so much fair chase." Exactly. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> it's 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 coming. It's going to come to the it's going to yeah. come this way. Yeah. Um, you know, they might it might be like a they'll, they'll probably ban it on public lands first. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope they do because like the whole private land thing, they could push it as like security. Sure. All right, Dave, we're gonna wrap this podcast up because we are getting a late in the evening. Time is it, dude? It's like seven thirty. No, it's eight fucking fifteen. Oh shit! Okay, so next year, goals, aspirations. Are you uh, going stick bow? Are you gonna hold off for this fucking one fifty? Are you gonna go hunt this area that is very hard to hunt, low deer population? But you have the biggest shed you and I have ever found to date. I got a staying location marked right near there. But are you going to go in there and scout there October 10th looking for big ass buck sign? No. Can I go? I'll probably go in there and like hunt. We did find a scrape in the area too. I'll probably hunt that scrape mid-October for sure. Mid to late October, I'll, I'll probably hunt that scrape. Um, in the evening, and if I see sign like going in that deters me, then I will deter. Wait, wait, wait! That doesn't make sense. That's if definitely you, a verb. Okay, if you see sign that deters you, you will deter. What if you see big buck sign? That's what I'm you saying. pass by one big scrape on something the size of your fucking calf or thigh. I ain't gonna pass by that scrape. I'm not that scrape. If no, 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 rub, October, rub. Are you then, okay, now I'm going to throw four or five hunts in this area from now until November 30th? No. Hmm. The, the, we walked another another 600 yards towards the, because the, I, I, I like to walk the private public lines. Like I like to, like, I like you've to always been a boundary guy. Yeah, I like to, I like to, I like to figure out the boundaries and walk down. And close to, the the boundary line had a feeder, so yeah, it wasn't that far. It was like five hundred yards away from the boundary line. And so you're not putting too much stock into this mega shed. Are I'm you going more stock? I'm putting more stock in the bed we found. So we found the bed. We walked. We'll just say we'll just give a direction. We walked east. Um. 500 yards. Then we found a shed. Another six, 700 yards. Private line feeder. So, I mean, clearly, it's very possible that he was bedding in this inside location and then and then walking towards that feeder and the shed dropped. That, that's very plausible. Um... But you're not really banking your 2022 season around all this. I'm not banking my 2022 season around this shed, even remotely, no. 
Because there's, like I said, there's a feeder in there. It was just like, it, it wasn't near no beds. It was just kind of like plopped out there in the open. Just like chilling. Um, no. Okay. What What is your standard? What are you looking for next year? Are you going stick bow or not? Mm. Stick bow life depends on if I can shoot enough to be like very like softball size consistent at like 20 yards. Mm. If I shoot enough to be like that consistent, then I'll probably be stick bow life for whitetails. I'm definitely taking the compound. Yeah. West for Yeah. Okay. As like a lot of people who's, who, who go try life are like, only you can only shoot trap, but you cannot shoot compounds anymore. You know, some people are like that. Uh, I, I'll never be like that. Compounds have their place, trabos have their place. You know, it's like I'm always gonna shoot both. Yeah, in in late season, I'd probably shoot trabos. I no, no, late season, I'd shoot compounds mm-hmm. just because it gets tougher. It's open, yeah, shot distances are. Probably gonna be at a touch longer range. And I think, honestly, I, I, I honestly think trabos are advantageous for shots under under twenty. There's you know? probably somewhere in there that at, at let's call it under like you just hit sixteen the, yards, you would probably rather have a stick bow in your hands. Yeah, with a, a milk jug kill zone. There's a quick like just quick drawback flick, you know, mm-hmm. versus. Drawing back, settling in, trying to get my anchor, making sure my peep slice lined up, making sure my fucking bubbles level. This these whole nineteen checkpoints you gotta go through on every single mm-hmm. shot you take out of a compound, and then and then you have a deer walking at like fifteen yards, and you're trying to do all that shit. Like mm-hmm. nah, I rather just pull back recurve and just suck, <laughs> and just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but. You know, but as soon as you carry a recurve, you'll have... A mega out there at 33 yards. Uh, yeah, a hundred of them. You know, this it's, 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 it's is what it is. Okay. But if... if but but, but, Are, but when you, when you go recurve, the, the debate is if you go recurve life or longbow or trad life, whatever you want to call it, do your standards lower? That's the question. Um, for me, I thought it, it would, when I hunted Tribo that entire year, I was like, how much, I'm shooting Tribo all year. hundred inch buck walks in, I'm waxing him. But then I had, it didn't trip or trigger. Then I had a hundred pent, then I had a hundred pent, hundred inch bucks walk in and I didn't shoot him because I was like, ah, can't do it. Can't do it. It just seems like a little, it just seems like a little fella. I just couldn't do. Yeah. So, are you know. doing anything different next year? Are you changing anything up? Are you gonna focus on X, Y, and Z? Because going into this year, you said I wanted a ground game hunt a lot more, and I think you. I didn't that much. I yeah, I don't think you did either. I was gonna call you out like on that. Five ish times, maybe a ground hunt. Yeah, and it wasn't like your uh, two years ago season where you kind of you needed to be in a tree stand based on the information you were finding. Yeah, but um, I think anything major change ups, any new focus points? No, no, not really. 
I like the crowning game. I, I mean, I think I might do more of it. And, like, usually when, like, here recently when I've been scouting. Depends on that how, how cool that new uh, hoodie turns out. <laughs> here when I've been scouting, I've been marking ground spots. Okay, interesting. As well as stand spots. Okay. Nice. But I see what you're trying to tease here. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got, yeah. We got something in the works for, for our uh, yeah core WE followers that might be, I don't know. Want to pick up some cool gear um, or, or support the brand? I, I think. Yeah. I think they're going to be pleasantly yeah. surprised. Yeah, we're trying to. Uh, so, watch our experience is potentially uh, making some badass camouflage items. Yeah. Um, they look pretty sweet from the previews. Yeah. Yeah. They but, look pretty um, sweet. So it's a very, very minimal early on teaser. <laughs> um, whether uh, we're honestly, we're, we're developing these products for, honestly, we're, we're developing them for ourselves. Because yeah. these are things that like we've been trying to get from these different companies. Like I think I mentioned earlier in this podcast, we've, we've worked with Nomad for a handful of years now. But like there's certain like patterns and and aspects and, of garments that, that that we want yeah and just some of these places just don't have them and we're like well let's just make our shit ourselves then you know you know for ourselves and so the, initially we were just like looking into things and decide to make some garments just for our, our own sake um it's but a lot very of, weird very complex. Yeah. But if you need anybody to learn something or how to do something, I guess I'm decent at, at researching. Yeah, now. <laughs> Same as your other shit. Like, no. You were never, like, you just, be, you were a deer hunter then you just, like, turned into an editor just from figuring out editing. And, like, who knows, here in, like, three years, you might be a goddamn um, uh, product design yeah. Designer, whatever fucking name. Yes. Yeah. You know who knows. Yeah. I mean, it's just not off the table. But. Yeah, but we, yeah, we we plan to hopefully have some a cool ass pattern or patterns. Yeah, I think we got a couple patterns in the work. One's gonna be a uh, a little more ground game esque. A little more ground game esque, and then the other one's gonna be a little bit more tree stand esque. A little skyline uh, elevated position ambush. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're thinking uh, we're thinking we're gonna go like hoodie ish. Yeah, hoodie. just a hoodie, just a basic hoodie. Hoodie first, and then we'll see. Maybe how much money we want to spend to get in the game. <laughs> It's a it's a it's, it's a, a pricey, hefty, pricey game to get into if you want to get in this in this world. Yeah, so I think that's what we're gonna leave you guys with. I uh, appreciate you guys listening to the after Shedcast files. Team, after hours. After hours. Team Harden Bucks. We are out. We're drunk and out. Boom. <laughs>